Chances are, if you have your own business, you understand how important branding can be. But do you know there's more to branding than just colors and a funky logo? Well, in this episode, I'm talking to Jen Bowers. Jen is a walking example of a colorful brand that is just going to light you up as soon as you go and check her out. Jen Bowers is from Pink Pom Pom by Jen, and she is here to tell us all about how to lay the foundations to make sure that your branding stands out from the crowd, which will in turn make your business thrive. I cannot wait to get into this episode. So let's get started. Hey, hey there, you are listening to the Boss Motive Podcast, where I'm sharing all the tools, tips, and mindset tricks to build a successful business whilst living a life you love and avoiding the burnout. Ever wondered what it takes to live in a tropical paradise, run successful businesses, and work from home whilst raising kids? Well, listen up, friends, as I am sharing my story of how I've done this, along with interviews from other incredible entrepreneurs who are also living their best life. My name is Liz Morris, and this is the No BS Podcast, where I'm digging deep into what it actually takes to define your success and live a life you were put on this earth for. Haven't found your motive yet? Come in closer. We may just have the answer. Well, let's get into it. I'm so excited to have Jen Bowers with me today. Jen is somebody I have seen on Instagram and every time I see a post from Jen, I smile. She is a walking example of how to light up your life and I am so happy to have her in this podcast today. So Jen, can you please tell us a little bit of your backstory, how you got into being this amazing pink (laughs) pom-pom extraordinaire? Oh, dear. Firstly, one, thank you. That was such a nice introduction. And you know what? I'm so glad that my my feed makes you feel like that because that's how I like everybody to feel. It really um, does. It lights me up. I love the colour. I love it. And the inspirational quotes too. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so how did I go? Oh, my gosh. How did I get into what I do today? Well, I wanted to be a graphic designer from when I was 10 years old. So at 10 years on, I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. I mean, I didn't even know this thing existed. I found it, went, yep, that's what I want to do. And I've never, I've never really swayed from that um, my whole working career. So I hate to say it, but I've been in the industry for like 35 years now. So it's like, oh my gosh. Um, so I was designing before there were computers. So when it was literally done by hand and imagination and we didn't have our fabulous computers that we have these days. Um, So, yeah, for for a long time I was, um, you know, I've worked in design studios, advertising agencies, um, and up until recently last year when I was made redundant, thank you, COVID, um, in corporate as well. So I've got a lot, like I've had a lot of experience over the years and I've run my own business on and off. For oh, so I would say 20, 24 years because that's my daughter's 24. So I've been on and off doing that for that period of time as well. So, um, yeah, and then I discovered the strategic side to actually, you know, the strategy behind all the brand identity and just fell in love with actually working on that and setting people up for success. 
That's fantastic. It's so good. And um, I know that you've got a course that you're running, but also we're going to get into that when it's, you can tell us all about that. But can you tell us, so you said COVID made you redundant and you've pivoted into your own business. How's that going for you? Like what, who are your customers and who are you serving? Well, it's it's going better than I could have ever anticipated. I have to be honest and say at the time um, I was devastated. I I couldn't believe that I was being made redundant and it was it's quite soul-shattering as a matter of fact being made redundant because, you know, immediately you go, oh, what's wrong with me? Why am I, you know, there's something wrong with me? Um, that's not the case. This decision was made in Switzerland, you know, where the head office is. Um, so anyway, I was working with a business coach at the time who helped me flip the script, um, and realized that this was actually an amazing thing and a great opportunity. So I, yeah, sort of settled down to going, okay, what am I going to do with this, you know, one amazing life that we get? And that's when I chose, um, to, to go into the brand strategy and brand styling and my, I, so I don't. I teach personas and target market, but mine really is more about mindset um, more than the demographics. So for me, I work with women that have that growth mindset. They want to grow. Um, and that may, may mean that they're starting their business out. It may mean that they're five years down the track. But what I do do is I make sure I have a range of offers that allow them to work with me. So, you know, depending on their, you know, where they are in their journey, um, I try and have something set up for each stage of that journey so they can actually work with me. That's fantastic. It's such an exciting business that you have and it's so valuable to for people to, you know, get their strategy in place for branding. It is crucial. I know having my own brands, how, how crucial it is to um, have your brand strategy sorted. So in saying that, Jen, I would love some practical tips um, from you about how you can get started. Like we all start our businesses, right? So we think, okay, this is a great idea. This is a great product. This is a great service. Let's start our own business. But tell us about the importance of branding and when... When is it important to start thinking about your branding if you're starting a business or, um, you know, in the in that process? When when should you start that? And how do we start thinking about branding? Like, is it something that we should do straight away? And what is branding? If all these questions, we need your help. <laughs> so, I think it's actually the first step. Like, obviously, you've got the idea. Um, and, you know, you, you, you may, you know, depending on what you're selling or creating, you know, you may have set up what you're going to do, be it a course, be it a, you know, be it a product. But if you don't attract the right people to you, you're not going to have a business. So to me, the most important thing in the first step is, I mean, we can call it strategy. I also call it brand foundations because I really like to refer to them as the foundations because what would happen if you built your house with no foundations, it's going to fall down. And that's the same with a brand. So those foundations are so important. The first step I, so when I'm doing my process with my clients, the first step I do with them is discover their brand personality. So um, I base it on Carl Jung, who's a Swiss psychologist, and is based on the 12 brand archetypes or brand personalities. Um, and it's so important because to me that dictates everything else. So, for example, 
And I often use myself as an example, but I've done my own work. So that's the whole thing. Like I've built my business now on what I teach my clients. So my personality is the creator and the magician. So everything I do is based around those personalities and who I want to sort of and who I want to attract. So I started off with the personality. Then you've got to find your brand voice. And that leads on from the personality. So, you know, you can choose words that you feel fit in with your business. So being the creator, you know, one of my words is obviously creative, imaginative, innovative, but also because I'm a magician and I transform businesses, some of my words are empowering and transformative. So when I'm like writing anything, captions on my Instagram, you know I love the good old inspirational quote, um, even though I do tend to, I love a good meme as well because they do create great engagement. Um, but whenever I'm writing stuff, I always think of that personality and those words. Um, and then we go into the why behind what you do um, also, which is great. People love storytelling. Storytelling is so important because people are attracted to brands that have personality and they feel like they know them. They want to know who's behind the brand. Um, and then we develop our customer personas. Um, I We focus on demographics, but I create a person for you. So when you're actually talking to, you know, that like you, you're wanting to sell that particular product, you talk to that person because if you're talking to everybody, you're actually talking to nobody. Fantastic. So, so what I raved on a bit there. No, that is perfect. <laughs> That's the best explanation because I guess from um, a business perspective, a lot of people just think your brand is about choosing a color and a logo. And that is it. I have done branding. But what you're saying is that it's so much more than just colour and logo. It's all these and other things. It's all not these just other. a logo. <laughs> One of my favourite little quotes. You must hear that a lot. Um, so for these uh, different brand personalities and how we can learn about doing our own brand, can you explain the difference between perhaps a personal brand and a e-commerce brand or a service brand? Um how how would you really differentiate those different brands? So for me, a personal brand is is like my brand. Um, you know the person behind the brand. You're you selling yourself. You're up there and front and centre. Um, and when you do like for what, like I have a quiz. Um, that I run my clients through, and you know we do business brand or personal brand. So the the personal brand is that you are you are selling what you do. Um, you're the yeah you're up front and center. A business brand is more, um, and I mean I don't tend to work with business brands as much as I do with personal, but a business brand is you're selling the product. You may not necessarily be the person up the front. So say you're a jewelry maker and you don't look, and not everybody wants to be in front of the camera. Actually, I don't particularly want to be in front of the camera, but because I do what I do, I have to be. Um, but you might just stay, you know, promote your jewellery. But what you can do, and see, the thing is that's so important, is people love to know what goes on behind the scenes. So if you have that business brand where you're not, like, you know, it's not your name, it may be, you know, whatever, such and such jewellery, um, you you can show behind the scenes. It's still really important for a business brand to show that personality and 
let it shine and for people to see behind the scenes because you've got to create that no love and trust factor and that's when people buy. So I guess, you know, what you asked is personal brand, business brand. Personal brand is there is a person there up front and centre. Business brand is it's not as obvious, you know, who actually owns the business, I guess. It's more about the business itself. All right, beautiful. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. That was perfect. So one thing, um, okay, I want to talk about personal branding because I know that is your forte. It is. What would you say to somebody when they're starting to really build a personal brand about colour? So, for example, um, if you want to build this vibrant, colourful brand, but then you're not that type of person who wears bright and colourful clothing, you know, where does it come in that your personality and your personal brand and your colours, where does that intersect? Like, um, you know, I love bright colours and I love all those fun, beautiful things that you create in your business. Love that. But it's not me personally. Like I'm I'm a black and white kind of girl, bit of grey, bit of nice soft blues and greens. Should you let your um, own personal opinion about colours and what you want affect your personal brand? What answer? <laughs> no. <laughs> <Okay>. no. Um, <laughs> look, I'm very lucky that I love bright colours and my brand personality allows me to have those bright colours. Um, but what you've got to think about is, for example, just say you were a medical practice, even though we're talking about personal branding, but I use this as, a, as an example, um, and your favourite colours were lime green and hot pink. So say you're, yeah, you're a GP and your favourite colours are lime green and hot pink and you go, well, that's what I'm going to have my, my, my practice, that's going to be all the colours. You know, no, you don't want people thinking that you're a beach party. <laughs> you, want them, you want the colours that are going to you know, invoke trust and calmness because you're a doctor. Um, so this is the thing. What you love isn't necessarily right for your target market. I love so, that. That yeah, is such so, a good answer. So how do people get over themselves or how do they even well, start down the track of um, is that about what you were saying about getting to know your customer and what service you want to provide and that sort of thing? And Absolutely. Then- and knowing who you want to work with. So me, for example, I don't want to work with subdued businesses. I want to work with the bright and more vibrant businesses. And the funny thing is it was when you were talking about like, oh, I wear black. And honestly, a few years ago, you wouldn't have known me. I did wear black. I didn't wear colour. Um, somehow I've kind of begun to live my brand and, you know, I'm as happy as I've ever been and I, and I love it so much. Um, but yeah, you, to know the person you want to attract, who is your dream client? And, you know, if I was, if I was still how I was a few years ago, I would not be attracting those dream clients. That's so so interesting. Yeah. I don't want to work. I don't want to work with corporate businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would attract corporate businesses because my my net is cast out there for different sorts of businesses. Yeah, so that's what you're saying about really honing in on your customer and who you want to attract and then use yes. those branding strategies to bring yep. in that customer. So in saying that, and this is one thing I've noticed even with um, when I had my photography business, 
that I evolved my brand in colors as my business grew. So what do you say about that? Like I know, you know, we should all get started and we should know our customers, but what do you say about how you can change or pivot your branding um, experience as your business grows and changes? So for me, I used to do all types of photography, like just anything, everybody, weddings, whatever. And then as I really niched into my photography experience, I changed all my branding to be beautiful, white. Everything was white. Everything was very subtle. And I started to attract that client and evolved my brand. So do you feel like brands can evolve over time, like what you've just said? Absolutely. If you go back, so if someone goes and follows me on Instagram or looks at my Instagram, if you go back to, (laughs) sorry? I'm going to do that. I'm going to go look at your other stuff. Yeah, go go back. Go back to um, about, I didn't post on my Instagram for about 18 months until I restarted this business. So go back about 18 months and you will find me there in blush pink and burgundy. Wow, I can't wait to see that. Yeah. So I, when I revisited, when, when I was made redundant and I realised what I wanted to, like that this is what I was going to lean into, And I worked out my strategy and I honed in on my ideal clients and I went, yeah, those colours aren't going to cut the mustard. You are going to be there in a sea of sameness. Um, You need to break out from that. Um, So I rebranded. I I did all the work and built my own strategy before I started. I found out my brand personality and then I knew that I was in the right, um, on the right path to building the business that I wanted to build and attracting and working with the people I want to work with. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And you've definitely done that. So do you find you still get any inquiries from people that just like, because you've gone so focused in on this kind of brand personality, do you feel like you're not getting those inquiries from those corporates and those people that you wouldn't want to work with anyway? Yeah, I I get very few um, corporate inquiries um, the only corporate I help is actually my husband. <laughs> I'm allowed to help him because, you know, yeah. I'm married to him. Yeah. Um, so I branded his business, um, but that was a branding of love rather than <laughs> anything else. But, yeah, mostly it's it's people that I want to, I want to work with. Um, very, very few that I would go, no, this is not what I'm wanting. This is not the right kind of business for me. Okay, beautiful. And what do you think about walking, talking your brand? So, you know, going back to even the colours that you like to wear, should you be the walking epitome? Like if your brand colours are these bright, colourful and you don't wear those, how do you get around that sort of situation? Mm. Um, I don't <laughs> Sorry, know. I just kind of really one. <laughs> I was going to say, I just kind of grew into it somehow. Yeah. Um, I think the thing is when you're a personal brand and you love your brand, um, you're going to be inclined to be like that brand, if that makes sense. It's, it's hard to explain because literally 18 months ago, two years ago, I was wearing black yeah. and more like like a pale pink, the millennial pink, and now I'm like I'm wearing catacorns. <laughs> So let me t- let me touch on that. I love that topic. So how did you do that mindset? Obviously, you've done some mindset work for that, and I'm I have. A huge. I'm a huge fan of mindset work. Like 
everything I do is about internal mindset. Let's, you know, you've got to really break down that imposter. And how did you go from black and, you know, neutral and corporate to then embracing this vibrant, colourful life that you're living now? Because you have done such a massive shift. And I know for a lot of women in particular, we are our worst critics. How did you get over that mindset of, um, no, this is me and I'm showing up how I want and I'm going to attract the people I want. Where does that confidence come from to even do that big shift? Like I, I freak out if I wear something that attracts too much attention to myself. How do you get over yourself? and your own mindset to go, no, I'm not black and corporate anymore. I am colourful and I'm vibrant and I am me and this is who I am. So what did you have to do to make that big shift? It's it's so interesting to go back and think about that um, because I guess the thing is I've, I've got a terrific support system. So um, I'm very blessed to have an amazing husband, um, you know, my daughter and my friends, you know, I guess I hate to say it, but it was like when I turned 50, I said, you know what? I don't really care what anybody else thinks. I've spent a lot of my time with low self-esteem. I mean, I came out of a very bad marriage, um, you know, 15 years ago, um, you know, with no self-esteem. And I just kind of tried to make myself invisible, basically. But when I turned 50, it was like, do you know what? I really don't care what other people think. I'm just going to wear what I want. I found a particular brand. Um, it's an Australian brand called Little Party Dress, and they make the most amazing pattern dresses. And, you know, it just, I don't know, I just kind of evolved into being brighter and brighter and brighter. And as my confidence grew, um, the colours grew, etc. Um, I mean, I'm not, and I'm not slender. I'm, I'm plus size. So, for a long time, I would try and hide because I'm like, oh, people, you know, even to, to to what I was eating in public, you know, because people would think, oh, you know, look at her. She shouldn't be eating that. Look at the size of her. Um, you know, and I now know that that's actually not the case. Um, we are our harshest critics and our perception of ourselves is very different to other people's perceptions of ourselves. So it just, yeah, it just kind of evolved into from a... Pigeon to a flamingo. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> I love that so much. I love that you've done the work and you've really embraced your own colour. And I'm sure you feel like now that you're a little bit free. Do you feel like you have more freedom Absolutely. to do what you want? I'm just, I that's it exactly. I'm just like, you know what? I yeah, I feel free. And it's such a great feeling. You know, I wake up every day excited because I know what I'm who I'm going to be working with, what I'm going to be doing. I don't feel weighed down. I don't feel weighed down in a corporate world anymore. Um, And I do actually, that's probably a real catalyst is being made redundant, just sort of went, you know what, I'm just, once I got over the like, you know, like meltdown on the floor um, and, yeah, people work with a business coach and a mindset coach, um, it makes all the difference. And I was so grateful. I was working with a vet at the time and I was so grateful and in um, the Inner Circle Mastermind with Tracy, so grateful that that actually, that they were there to help me get past myself basically. Yeah, that's um, so crucial. And one thing, and I know a couple of uh, my second episode was definitely about connection and the connection economy and how us as women, we really do thrive in a supportive community. And I think mm. 
having someone just to have your back and say, yeah, you know what, like whatever you do is good enough and you're going to succeed. So I love that you have really embraced those groups and you have really, you know, embraced yourself and how you can move forward. And sometimes definitely leaving corporate is like a release and (laughs) like all that weight, even though there's lots of like financial weight put on us, but the rest of it is just It was very traumatic. Yeah, yeah. As a single mum... Um, for many years, I was a single mum and, you know, supported my family. Um, and, yeah, to, to, to not have a regular income was really scary. Yeah. So, but I'm glad now. I'm so happy that that's the case. That's so good. So good. So is there, like, for those people that just really want to start leaning into getting their brand right, like if they're struggling with their you know, maybe they're not sure why even their products are static or their um, service business is a bit static or their personal brand is a bit static. Do you think that, you know, it can be a branding issue? Like maybe they're just jumping left, right, around in circles. Um, Do you think that that can have such a big impact if they're feeling stuck? Absolutely. I often say, you know, when when my clients come to me, they're chasing their tail in confusion because, but like I have a brand, I have a logo, but it doesn't sit right with them because they haven't done that foundation work. Um, they haven't built those foundations to build that strong business. And I mean, even I know myself, like building my foundations, you know, late last year, at the beginning of this year has, has led me to have the business that I have now. You know, that's the thing. I know the process works because I've actually done it, um, but I hadn't done it in the past. And, you know, I was like, oh, I want to be pink. I want to be millennial pink. Oh, no, I want to be, you know, this. And I was swapping and changing. So that's the thing. I know exactly how it works and, you know, what what it can create. So, yeah, build those foundations um, and that will really help you focus in and create clarity from confusion. I love that. I love that. Can we just clarify again the steps? I remember, like, we talked, but let's just go you know, step one, step two, let's just make it really super clear. So for me, step one, if it's the only thing you do, yes, is do a personality quiz. Find out your brand personality. Um, it, it's just critical because it just leads into everything else. So step two, I then develop the brand voice based on the brand personality. Also, step three, your why. Why are you doing this business? Why? What has led you to do this? Because we all have a backstory and this is all about telling your story and the why you do it. So, so important. Um, and then onto your client, number four, onto your client personas um, or your, your besties. I call them the, your besties. Um, and you literally treat them like you're, they're your bestie um, and you talk to them like your bestie. You've got to get right inside their head and find out what they're thinking and why they would have any kind of um, reservations about working with you. You've got to get in there and find that out, and then you can draw them back to you by addressing those problems that they have. Um, And then, you know, this is something I just teach in general to consistency. It's so important to have a consistent brand, no matter where they're being shown. Like it, it may be on on your socials, on your website, on an advertisement, even down to yourself, you know, it's really important to be consistent because you really don't know when that first place, when somebody's going to actually come across your brand, where it's going to be and you want it to be memorable. 
Oh, so you good. You don't want them to lose, like to forget you. You don't want to be forgettable. No, you're definitely no. not forgettable. <laughs> you don't want to be. You are. Well, you want to be a flamingo in a flock of seagulls. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that saying. I've always loved that saying. Well, um, I, I, I tweaked it a bit for myself because it's actually in a flock of pigeons, but I'm an 80s girl. <laughs> and there was a band called Flock of Seagulls, so I just had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> My <own> personal gratification. <laughs> awesome. Fantastic. Okay, so that leads perfectly in. Can you please tell us, I know that you support women to do this, and I'm so excited because you're just about to launch uh, your, is it workshop again? Can you tell yes. us all about that? Because I want everybody to build an incredible business for themselves. And I just, and as a photographer for so many years, I am so passionate about getting your branding right. So I know that you have an incredible program available. So where, tell me about the program, how it works and where can they find you? Okay. So a bit, a bit of my story um, <laughs> is 15 years ago, my ex-husband left um, and I was not working a lot. I didn't have to, um, but I was actually kind of left with my mother and a daughter. And it was like, right, what am I going to do? Hmm. Okay. I'm going to, okay. I, I have a talent, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. I'm going to build a business and I'm going to stay in the home. And that's exactly what I did. I bought him out 18 months later. So my, my biggest driving force behind what I do is making sure that every woman has access to allow them to build a business that will allow them to stand on their own two feet if life is not the fairy tale that they want it to be. So I do one-on-one services. Now, obviously, they are pricey, but I developed this workshop because I really wanted businesses in the first sort of, you know, startups to the first three years to have access to these foundations to build that business. Um, so it's a two-session workshop. I do it. I do it quite quickly. It's like a deep dive into strategy and what I teach them is my exact steps that I use with my one-on-one clients and also the exact steps that I use to build my business. So we do the brand personality. We find out their brand personalities. We we figure out their brand voice. Um, they It's a D, DIY. I don't do it for them, um, but I, I show them how to do it. Um, we cover about humanizing your brand. We cover Instagram as well and social media. Um, I talk about how to create a consistent presence, including Instagram and how to create an aesthetically pleasing feed, which is something people forget about. Um, you know, the first place someone might see you is on Instagram and you really want to make sure you stand out. Um, so, yeah, that's and I give them examples of how they write everything. Um, we, yeah, and we walk through it together. And then we have a question and answer sort of session after that. So, if they've got any queries or anything they're stuck on, they can ask. We have a private Facebook group that they can, you know, brainstorm with their peers. I keep it very small because I love, I love a good brainstorm. And that's what I like to see. I like to see them all getting involved with each other's businesses, which is really good. That sounds fantastic. And I think it's going to just be such a game changer for so many people, especially if they're feeling stuck or confused yeah. about branding and what direction to go in. So it gives okay. them a kickstart to actually set to get on the pathway. Fantastic. So where can all these incredible people that have these businesses, where can they connect with you, please? 
Well, they can connect with me on Instagram, Pink Pom Pom by Jen. I'm I'm there quite a bit. Um, also on my website, which is pingpompombyjen.com. Um, on the in the links in my bio, if they want to jump on a wait list for Flamazing, it's called the Flamazing Brand Workshop. If they want to jump on the Flamazing wait list, um, it's actually in the links in my bio. Um, and they can just yeah, jump on there. And the waitlisters actually get first dibs before I make it public and because there's very limited spots um they do sell fairly quickly so the waitlist and you get bonuses of course being on a waitlist <laughs> fantastic I know personally I'm going to go jump on that waitlist and say it again it's the flaming flam flamazing <laughs> brand workshop amazing I love all about being a flamingo in that flock yeah. of seagulls you are making your brand that you are flamazing for sure <laughs> I love this. And I'm going to pop all of those uh, links in the show notes of this episode as well. So I'm going to wrap it up now, Jen, because I have just enjoyed this episode so much. And I know that you've just given out so much valuable information. So thank you so much for your time. I you're really welcome. It. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And um, yeah, I can't wait to connect with you more on Instagram and get to watch all these other businesses grow and thrive after they have worked with you. I would love to see them grow and thrive. That's what I'm about. (laughs) It makes me happy. (laughs) Wonderful. Okay, thank you, Jen. And um, for everybody else, I will be back here again next week. Thank you. Well, thank you again for listening to yet another episode of the Boss Motive Podcast. I hope these episodes are really helping you towards building a successful business and a life that you love. If you enjoyed this episode, please jump over and leave me a review because that is going to help me get this episodes out to more people. And of course, I love to see you on Instagram. So please tag me at Boss Motive and let me know if these episodes are resonating with you or if there's something that you would love to hear. I look forward to being back in your ear again next week. Thanks again.